everybody. It's the More Sports Now podcast. I'm Steve Tichner in our studio in New Jersey. I'm joined by Matt Lachlan. And today we'll cover local baseball since the two hottest teams right now are the Mets and the Yankees. We'll also talk some football. Rockers is now three weeks away from their season opener. And it's uh, good to be back in the States, Matt. I spent a little time over, uh, popped over the pond and spent some time in London. How did that go? And it was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, stayed in... Um, Stayed in Chelsea. My daughter did a great job. Uh, she used Airbnb, or I, I believe uh, a, a company called Plum. I guess it's a uh, company based in London or whatever. And they, you know, we just got this apartment. And the cool thing about that is, is uh, you know, you feel like you live there. You know, we had this really cool apartment in the heart of uh, Chelsea. And, uh, you know, the, um, you know, the, the train systems are great there. It's I know, awesome. I know you were there last year or a couple of years ago. And, yeah, last year. Yeah. And, um, and you can just get anywhere. Yep. So we were right around the corner from the Fulham Broadway uh, station. And, you know, basically anywhere you want to go in London is 15 minutes to, say, 45 minutes away. So, you know, um, we did all of the uh, tourist things, you know, Westminster Abbey. And um, uh, we did Windsor Cat. We did get out of uh, out of um, London. We did Windsor Castle one day. And we did. Did you say hello to uh, Megan? Because uh, apparently they've, they've passed the word to the yeah. residents of that uh Windsor Castle, the 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 homes that are there. It's all people who live on the grounds or mm -hmm. royal staff. And apparently, according to page six, they've let everyone know: do not say hello, do not oh. make small chit chat with okay. the uh, the royal couple. Oh, of which course. the response was, we know that already. They didn't have to tell us again. <laughs> right, when Megan's you... getting hammered. How did she? How was she handled in the in the British press while you were there? I'm, you know, I I didn't really follow any of it, and I would think that there's just a, zero access to them. But uh, I, um, you know, I mean, you know, on vacation, I wasn't really I wasn't really reading the Sun or anything, and I I didn't uh, I didn't have my uh, computer with me or anything. I just just my phone. So um, you know, we did do uh, we did do Buckingham Palace, which. You know, I was done with tours by then. We were doing tours at Windsor Castle and we went to Bath and did that. And, you know, I'm not a big tour guy. So, um, uh, so we just kind of. What would you have done instead? Well, you know. Like we, if you go to a city for the first time and it's London. Oh, no, no. oh yeah. What would you have done other than tours? Well, I, you know, I like to look at the places, get the feel of the city. And, you know, like, for example, with, uh, with uh, Buckingham Palace, you know, we could have toured Buckingham Palace. But you know what? Just looked at it, said, great, let's go to Hyde See Park. See the changing and, of the guard? Were you there for that? Uh, that's, you know, pretty, we, that's pretty interesting. It is pretty cool. Um, you know, we we didn't get there. Time in, it. The, we didn't time it correctly. And so we were kind of just outside the gates. And, um, you know, I was told by a few people that not a lot's going on. So, but it's it's a big thing where people gather for it. And, uh, you know, we just checked out the the the, the, the um the palace and then just you know we went to Hyde Park and rode bikes yeah that's cool to, you know how they got those city bikes where that they're their Santander bikes I guess the banks have the uh have that down the, the bike thing in in the cities and uh we, so we we uh we got a bunch of bikes and cruised around um uh Hyde Park and then uh uh, on the sports end, uh, Stanford Bridge, where Chelsea Football Club yeah. plays, was right down the road. And you know, you know, we don't cover much of the Premier League or any of the Premier League really on this on the show. But I've always been intrigued by it. It's it is growing in popularity. I watch it all it, the time. Yeah, it is growing in popularity, and uh, and you can uh, listen. You know, you go into bars now that are exclusively just you know soccer uh, all day and uh, and night. So. Uh, I wanted to check it out, uh, and so I did a tour of um, of the stadium, and it was really neat. It's kind of like 
their Fenway Park, in a sense, is over 100 years old and uh, seats 41,000. And just to really, uh, uh, I went down into the locker room and all that. And then the big story with uh, with Chelsea is uh, they paid a what's crazy 70 some million dollar transfer fee to get a, an American player, yep. Christian Pulisic, who's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. He's 20 years old. Uh, He's been the next star. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was the most money that anybody's ever paid for an American. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a star. Uh, he was on a German club. Uh, Chelsea paid. And uh, I didn't know anything about it really until I, I spoke. I was down in the locker room and his jersey was hanging there at, at his locker. And uh, I talked to uh, the person down there who, t- who talked about, uh, you know, what they're really anticipating uh, having a, getting a big season out of him. So they think that a lot of their success hinges on how good this kid can yeah, be. Yeah, he's been he's know? been touted by soccer people around the world and mm-hmm. certainly in U.S. circles as the next yeah. it guy. And um, NBCSN, which, of course, is the main outlet yep. for EPL coverage in the States, has been pounding his presence mm-hmm. in their commercials. Sure. So, starts so, this weekend. Which is great. Yeah. So uh, I, and that's something to, you know, I really didn't know about that, really wasn't following it. It, but now, you know, touring the stadium and uh, getting the You're feel. You're a Chelsea fan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I have to be now, right? So uh, just getting the feel of that neighborhood, man, which is really cool about London. It's very spread out, very populated. It's funny. You're in this neighborhood, but still getting across the street, <laughs> man. You got to you got to wait. You got to uh, you got to wait for the uh, the the. Uh, this the sign uh, to walk to walk because it's uh it, it, you know there's just uh, it's very uh obviously uh, populated but uh, a lot of really cool neighborhoods I, I didn't have a bad meal anywhere I mean a lot of fantastic Indian restaurants our last night we were at an Italian restaurant which was great we did the old English pubs we did the you know fish and chips and all that so really the whole experience was, sounds great was fantastic everybody was very friendly um, did you and, buy a Chelsea uh, kit. Uh, what's a Chelsea kit? A uh, jersey. That's what they call them. Kit. Oh, they call That's them their kits? uniform. Kit, you know, I, and I got to tell you, I cheaped up here, Matt, because it was- Not it, even a scarf? No, no, no. You're not going to wave no, the no, scarf? No, no. I got, I got a hat. Okay. And I got a t-shirt. Okay. I, I was. Fair. I loved the kit. I loved the jersey. I was looking at it uh, with whatever that Japanese tire company, uh, Yoka, Yokohama or so, uh, across the front. But it was like 69 pounds. And I'm like, you know, am I going to wear this? You know, if, if I went to a Chelsea game, yeah. But uh, I just didn't see. I just didn't see it. So I got a T-shirt and a hat, and uh, and the and the tour was great. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Everybody was very friendly, and you know, um, and they asked me where I'm from, and you know, talking a lot about their team and how excited they are and all that stuff. So it really was a good foundation to become a fan, sir. And um, and certainly I'll follow Chelsea also with this uh, this this news on this American kid, and, and following him this season will actually be a lot of fun. But all in all, a a, a great. A great trip to uh, to London. It's certainly off the bucket list now. Sunday, eleven um, thirty a.m. Yeah. I hope you're in front of NBCSN. Okay, Chelsea I'll, and and who do they open with who they open uh, not with uh, not with some not a big team. I think oh, no, 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 no uh, Leicester City. Leicester City. Uh, no, they open up unless I missed something. I don't think I did. They will open up with Manchester United. Manchester Man U. Wow, eleven thirty at, at, at Stamford Bridge, or is it in at Man U? Uh, okay. I think it's in, uh, at Chelsea. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, it yeah. actually opens today play Liverpool and Norwich city three o'clock. Cool. NBCSN. I know where my son will be. Uh huh. He will be in front and I know where my, our good friend, Rich Cher will be both Liverpool crazies. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. 
And that's uh, owned by none other than John Henry, correct? The Liverpool. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I think he has uh, one, you know, a team near Liverpool or one of the teams. But yeah, so he's he's uh, involved in the Premier League. Uh, so, and that's a good segue to baseball, which uh, and we're not going to talk about the Red Sox because uh, they've been uh, horrible, and you can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be a new champion uh, because uh, they've just been horrendous lately. Uh, when I was away, what they lost, uh, you know, nine of 10 and, and they're, uh, and they got swept by the Yankees and, um, didn't do much of the trade deadline. And, uh, it looks like, uh, they're going to have a struggle even to get to a wild card. Amazing how it turned around. They had yeah. won the first three against the Yankees right around, yeah. uh, July 4th, lost that Sunday night game, but you said, all right. They got, I think it was within seven. Mm-hmm. Yankees were scuffling, you know, uh, can they overcome well, all the injuries right. to yeah. pitching? And now yeah. the Yankees have gone on a run. The Red Sox just were dreadful. They got pounded yeah. by the Yankees second yeah. go around. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, they're five and a half out of a wild card spot. And after that sweep and then the Yankees, um, the Yankees are hot again. I mean, I still think they got some issues with the... With that starting pitching come playoff time, but they're just crushing the ball. Nine straight you know? wins. Look out. Um, yeah. They're, uh, they will have some problem with the pitching when the playoffs yeah. begin. And the Astros are still going to be very, a very good. difficult mm-hmm. out. And not just because of pitching. I mean, the Astros can hit the ball, too. And they've had injuries of their own to overcome this year. But their pitching, it's it's going to be interesting. There's such a change in baseball, as you know. I mean, a team like Tampa Bay uses openers, not closers. They use relief pitchers to open the game and only pitch an inning or two Mm -hmm. as they make their way through the lineup. So, so many crazy things have happened in terms of baseball strategy. It still is a pitching game. When you face really good pitching and you Mm -hmm. face it night after night in a short series, the stats tend to swing toward... Uh, the team that's got the pitching. Now you can yeah. overcome that because it is a series and you've got time. Uh, and if one of their pitchers falter, then there's an opening there. Still, because of their pitching, Houston's going to be a tough out. Oh, there's no question. And look at the Yankees. I mean, what they went to they went to Baltimore and hit like five home runs a game. Well, Baltimore stinks. And, and they're just they're horrible. And they got a small ballpark. But the, you know, these guys, you know, the Yankees are just got so much power. But the, you know, again, there's a lot of long swings there, a lot of swings and misses. And when you get good pitching. You know, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. They got to get there, of yeah. course. But if that's the matchup uh, to go to the World Series, I, I would lean Houston's way. But you know what? Give the Yankees credit. Yeah. I mean, Urshela and Tuckman are been have been the stars lately. It's just it's been an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that Cashman owed it to the Yankee fan to secure that starting staff a little bit more. Now, you know, maybe he's expecting Severino to be back. Who knows uh, what he might give them, but maybe he thinks that will be the boost. Uh, He's got the inside view and he was saying, you know, he didn't want to make a deal that obviously would hurt the team long term, but they haven't won a world championship since 2009. They've always been competitive. They have spent money, but here was the time I thought, given their struggles, given their relatively weak starting pitching that he needed to try to do something. Now, Zach Granke was not going to come to New York. He's not that kind of a guy. He doesn't like that kind of an atmosphere. So he would have never agreed to a deal to -hmm. New York. That being said, you know, if the Mets could pick up Stroman, maybe Toronto didn't want to deal within the division. If teams were able to make deals, the Yankees should have been. And unless it costs them their top prospect, guaranteed surefire star who will be in the lineup next year or the year after and in that lineup for 10 years, I think he owed it to their fans 
to make a deal. That being said, they've ripped off nine in a row. Yeah. They're back in a comfortable position. Yeah. And, and maybe the, the break they need is Severino coming back and just being dominant and without a season of wear and tear, right? You know, because like we're thinking about last year with the Red Sox sale coming back, Price got healthy, and they were they were very good in the uh, in the playoffs, and it's kind of what you need. Yep. So, you know, but if they go in with that suspect starting pitching, you know, and it's just you know, well, look, it's just it's a, it's a maybe every night, but yep. the, and then and they figure they're just going to outslug everybody. But as you said, Matt, when you got that pitching, and the Astros have it. Oh, by, and by the way, Cleveland won't be an easy out. No. Minnesota, I'm not sure. No. I mean, they're kind of newcomers, but they're better than Cleveland record-wise. So, you know, it's and and the Rays, if they wind up holding on to a wild card spot, you know, they're just an interesting team mm-hmm. that has beaten baseball through analytics essentially. So, mm-hmm. uh, good for them. So, the AL playoffs will be interesting. Yeah. And then look at the uh, National League and the Mets, man. Let's I'm, go. Isn't it amazing? You know, and just, you know, look, what was it, a month ago? The manager's got to go. The, this new GM doesn't know what he's doing. That's that, you know, he's got to go. Both of then those, they, by the way, still yeah. may be accurate. <laughs> but but listen, they rip off what, 14 of 15. And they're, what are they, a half game out of a half wild game card? Out of a wild card spot. My goodness. And Best but, record in baseball since and the All Star. Huge, right? as you said before the show, a huge schedule coming up. They got the Nationals, they got the Phillies, and the Phillies are dead even with them so yeah no they yeah. they have a very tough schedule they only play one team that right now is below 500 in the next month plus a little over a month their next 34 games are against teams with the exception of kansas city that are all above 500 mm-hmm. some of those are teams that they're battling for a wild card spot the nats the phils the arizona diamondbacks who are behind the mets now but still in the mix then they play division leaders atlanta Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago, yeah. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So this is a killer stretch for the Mets. That being said, they're playing their best baseball. Their pitching has been lights out. They're getting offense. Joe Madden said the other day, the offense has been what's impressed Conforto, him. Conforto, man. Jeez. Well, Alonzo, Conforto's yeah. gotten hot. McNeil's been great. So mm-hmm. they've been able to put numbers up. They've gotten early leads, which takes the pressure off your starting pitching. And, mm-hmm. and the guys on the Hill yeah. have pitched great. Now, their bullpen is still their bullpen. It's mm-hmm. an Achilles heel. I don't know what will happen. So what you hope as a Mets fan, and I, you know, I've spoken to a bunch of them, and we, because I'm a Mets fan, uh, are all in agreement. What you hope is you are not Charlie Brown approaching mm-hmm. the football that Lucy holds and have it pulled away from you, because that has been, you know, a bit of the Mets history certainly recently, and except for those couple of years when they went to the playoffs and went to the World Series, really for a while. They entice you, they excite you, they give you some hope, and then they wind up falling flat on their faces. But listen, you know, the regular season is all about making it to the playoffs, and now they've got a shot. You're talking, you go again, you go back a month ago, it's like it was a lost season. Sure. Now you're in in the outside looking in, and and there's a possibility of getting a wild card spot now. And, and that's exciting. And really for what, what they were to what they are now, I mean, that's all you can ask. Well, for. and they're lined up with their best you know, pitchers in this yeah. series. Washington has two of their three best. I don't think Scherzer is healthy enough to come off. I think that's been uh, taken mm-hmm. off the board. There was some thought earlier in the week that maybe he could come back for Sunday, which would have been best against best for three straight games. Here's what's interesting. The Mets probably had a pretty good pre-sale for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Summertime weekend, Washington. But I'm sure, uh, unless there's a giveaway I'm not familiar with, there might be one in there. Anyway, they probably didn't have sellouts. But 
Mets fans come out. And so the bandwagon is full, and I'm sure City Field will be packed for all three games. Oh, yeah. The place will be going nuts. Now it's up to the Mets. Look, if they sweep, great. If they win two out of three, fantastic. Even if they only win one out of the three, what they can't afford to do, especially if they lose those two games, or even if they lose one, bounce back in the next series. It's got to be, you've got to maintain this momentum. you got to maintain it uh, because- yeah. Suddenly, I mean, you've got less than 50 games to go in the season. You, if you have a lost week, it doesn't kill you, depending on what the other mm-hmm. teams do. But if you find yourself going from a half game out to, say, even three and a half out, now you're down to getting closer to 40 games left. And maybe there's a few more teams to climb over. It just, it just makes it more difficult. So they've got to keep it up. Let's see what Stroman does in his city field debut. Yeah. And uh, and you know, listen. Uh, getting Stroman was a big, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of well, question marks there. We'll what, see if it's yeah, big. He's right. got to perform, sure. But uh, you know, listen, it's a, it's an exciting um, it's an exciting time again, considering where they were and now. And and listen, and the detractors might say, hey, you know, it was a soft part of their schedule, but they did exactly what they needed to do, right? You, you, you win the games. You, you win the games. You can't do anything but, about who you play, right? Except. And, uh, but Win. now, and but you're right. They got to perform against the best now, and mm-hmm. that's where we're going to see what happens here. And you know, like I, I agree, like a sweep would be pretty, you know, you know, oh, just kill yeah. nuts. Yeah. So, uh, but you can't think that way. You got to uh, move forward. And uh, I, I got to tell you, man, it's, it's exciting. Starts tonight. And, yeah. yeah ab- absolutely. Uh, let's uh, shift to football. We're uh, three weeks away, Matt, from the uh, Rutgers. Uh, yeah, UMass uh, comes to town on August 30th. Home opener, yep. August 30th, a Friday night game. Um, you know, camp is open. By the um, way, RU Review yeah. returns to more sports yes. now. We've locked that down. Thanks to Zebra Pen for its corporate support. And thanks to Eric Legrand, who will be joining us mm-hmm. for most of the shows again this season. So uh, it, it should be another Interesting year. I was going to say exciting because that's what you throw at all the time. It's going to be exciting. Well, no, I don't know if it'll be exciting for Rutgers. It'll be interesting to Mm -hmm. see what they do off a one-win season with some pressure on, a schedule that eases a little bit, but who thought they were going to lose to uh, Texas, whatever that they lost? Uh, uh, they lost to Kansas. Yeah, uh, they yeah, lost that's to, uh, that's no, no, that's the, actually the one game they won. Uh, was the North Te- the team from Texas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, some horrible losses early in the season. Well, all season long, but particularly early in the in the season, uh, Buffalo trounces them. They get, they lose to uh, the Kansas, and uh, you know the big thing here, and we we know this. I mean, look, the offense has got to figure out a way to move the ball. I mean, I think the defense is going to be okay. Um, you know, last year at the first half of the season, the defense was just puzzling what was going on. You know, they, they couldn't they had, couldn't stop the run every time he turned around. The, uh, the the back from the opposing team was running 50, 60 yards. It's like, what's going on here? And that was their big struggle early in the season. But they shored up defense. I think they're going to be OK. Well, Ash took over. Yeah, Ash took over. Uh, and 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 made a difference there. Uh, but the offense has just been hard. Now I'm hearing. That and of course, listen. What else would they say? But Art sikowski has been working his butt off. I mean, horrible freshman year. Uh, I, I mean, as, as bad as you can get in, in college football, really. The performance, but I mean, you know, he he had a tough time. He didn't have a line that was blocking well for him. It appears that maybe could be the struggle again this year. But it's the second year under uh, McNulty. Uh, the, uh, which is the first time they got to get a, little, a wide receiver. Yeah, they yes, the wide receivers couldn't catch the ball last year. True. True. So which one Getting was guys it? out of yeah. the backfield you know, were okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, they got some running backs. Blackman. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, 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 yeah, they've got uh, Pacheco coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he had a great uh, uh, freshman year. Uh, Blackshear too Blackshear is, is Black one man. of the is one of the um, uh, most promising players on the team. You know, an All Big Ten possibility. You know, so. Uh, so they've got some talent there, and uh, uh, certainly a running back. That tells uh, you Rutgers is, is anonymous. I can't even pick up the guy's you know, name. He was one of their better players right, last right, year, right? Uh, but, but their wide receivers have to be better. They got hurt a little bit at the tight end spot, right? They had a couple of guys leave. That's not cool. Yeah, but they, they brought lost some that guys offensive in. lineman who yeah. went to Ohio uh, State. Yeah, Jonah Jackson went to Ohio State, which he looks like he's going to start for Ohio State. Uh, they did lose. Um, uh, they did lose a t- uh, the tight end to Nebraska, but they brought in uh, Alamo from uh, UCLA. They got the guy from Wisconsin, so they shorted up a little bit on uh, in the tight end position. What are you expecting? Um, you know what? I, I'm expecting uh, four wins, uh, five wins. I, I think I think four wins is essential for Ash to keep his job. I think, so they'll beat UMass. Uh, I think four wins can they, happen. Can they beat Liberty? Is that uh, another win? I, I th- you know a lot of people are nervous about that game. I mean, God, if we're nervous about that, oh my God, where what's the state of this uh, this program right so now? So you're I saying think they should beat, beat Liberty? Liberty. Yes, That's two. UMass Liberty. I think they can beat Boston College. Okay. And then I think they can beat Illinois. So okay. uh, there's you know, four. So there's four wins. And then you listen, you go one up in the, the conference. Can they get another conference win? Uh, I don't, you know, I, I Maryland, uh, Indiana, possibly uh, either one of those teams. Uh, Minnesota is. Uh, that's home, right? Minnesota is, uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, um, but Minnesota, I believe, is home. Uh and so then you got, look, Penn State, Michigan State. Uh, forget it. Michigan. Forget it's, it. Ohio State just Penn not State. happening. Forget it. Not going to happen. Those are, it's just not going to happen this year. Those are going to be losses. This year. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, listen. It's going to be really hard. It, it's for, a, uh, but anyway. Yeah. But it, it's a long haul. Yeah, there's no question. But. Uh, it, it, but those those games are still automatic losses. Let's, let's we can yes. say that they're automatic losses right now. They just they're just not at that level. Uh, they're just going to have to pick a couple of uh, teams off down to the lower level, of the Big Ten. Uh, and uh, I think I think there's a possibility. Best case scenario is five wins. I just don't see that. I'm probably going to be in the three four area. I'm going to be optimistic and say four three. I don't and, think uh, is good. Yeah. Given the way the schedule is set up, I mean, yeah. UMass will be a win. Mm-hmm. Um, Liberty, I guess, was okay last year. So there's always cons- – listen, if you're Rutgers, let's be honest, mm-hmm. there has to be concern. Yeah. I know you're saying you don't get it, but it's they won one game last year. Yeah. So you cannot take anybody lightly. And a team like Liberty always has good athletes, good football players, just you know, a notch below mm-hmm. where – the big boys play, but still pretty damn good. So mm-hmm. you better not take them lightly, but that should be a victory. Yes. But, you know, if you only get one more win on that schedule, three is horrible. Yeah, no. Hey, three listen. is horrible. And BC is not a guarantee. They're no powerhouse, but they're not a guarantee. No, not by any means. I'm just, they're home and uh, it's a game that they, let's, you know, you, you get into this, the game you can win and the game you can't win. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we're still at that conversation. But that's what uh, I'm saying, but, though. If yeah, they can't win four with this schedule, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, I know. I, and and I agree. Good. But uh, Because it basically means and, you're only going to win one Big Ten game. Mm-hmm. And and maybe none. If they only get three wins, and I don't know yeah. where BC falls into that, maybe it flips and and Illinois becomes the BC victory. Uh, still, you're really saying just yeah. one at most. Yeah. With three wins, you're saying basically at most, it's just going to be the one 
mm-hmm. a Big Ten win. And, and, and if it's and not, if it's to, two Big yeah. Ten wins, let's say they beat Illinois and Indiana, but I think both of those are on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then you've got a problem because that means you've lost to Liberty. Right. And, and, that, and, <laughs> and Boston College. So, yeah, you'll have three wins and two in the conference, which is better than one and bumpkiss mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. But still leads you to believe that they're a long ways away. So, anyway. Yeah. So, I think they got to match what they matched the year before, which they won four games. I think they got to go back to four games. And let's face it, we have to have that conversation with, with Chris Ash, you know, keeping his job essentially. I mean, if he goes in and he wins two games, man, it's just not, he can't move forward. I think the over under is in that four, four win area. I'm going to put him in that, in that spot. And, um, and, and that's, you know, that's just being optimistic, uh, of course, too. And, um, but after last year, man, I mean, and, and again, we'll, we'll go back to uh, the offense and, um, you know, Art Sikowski apparently has been, uh, has been looking good. Um, he's always had, he's always had the arm. And I don't think the release is an issue too. He can get the ball out and he get it and he can, it's, there's some zip on it. It's just a decision-making and such. I mean, he was thrown into a tough spot. You know, his, his freshman year, and he didn't handle it well, let's face it. And very clearly, the stats, uh, the numbers say that. But um, but that's that's uh, that's where the story is uh, for me, is, is the offense and uh, whether or not the offensive line can protect him and whether he can be the quarterback that many people believed he could be with the arm that he's got. McNulty believes in him and has. Um and we'll, and we'll see uh, we'll see how he develops, but uh, it's got to be a big big step. And I think that's where the story is. How how big of a step can he make? And then also as you as you alluded to, Matt, who, who's going to catch the ball? Yeah, you know, uh, someone's got to uh, step up. But it's it's got to get to the point where they where, where they have some kind of ability on offense because just the last couple seasons have just been, been bad. awful. Been By the way, talking about quarterbacks, of course, how about Daniel Jones last night? Is he going to usurp Eli Manning in time for opening day. Well, yeah, he looked good, but let's, uh, let's settle down. Um, you know, it'd be tough to put him in that spot, right? Uh, you know, you know, yeah, no, it, it'll be, Eli on it's got it. Yeah, sure. It's got to be Eli on opening day, but listen, you know, uh, you know, fans aren't going to tolerate it. If, if Eli, if they're not winning and they're like, Oh, they lose their first two games or so. I mean, why? I mean, just go, go with them, you know, but I mean, listen, it was, you know, here's the first list. Come on. This is preseason. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we know the deal, but uh, certainly. Uh, and it was uh, against the uh, second team of the Jets, though. He sure. looked good and led them to mm-hmm. a touchdown. And listen, Giants fans want to change. They're mm-hmm. tired of the losing. And look, it does tell you that you can be on the pedestal. And Eli, they worshiped the ground he walked on. He led them to Super Bowls. And he was the guy in a solution don't perform. You're out. Mm-hmm. And so the Giant fan is clamoring for a new guy, for the change. And all eyes are on him because he was a bit of a surprise pick going as high as he did. Although Dave Gettleman, the GM, probably was the proudest guy walking out of the sure. stadium last uh-huh. night. I told you guys I knew what I was doing. Right. That being right. said, it and you pointed it out so clearly, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. It's one series. Long right. way between now mm-hmm. and Canton. That being said... Yeah. Unless Eli is terrible over the next two games, because, of course, the last game of preseason, it's all scrubs that play. Uh, Unless he really is terrible as he plays more or gets hurt, uh, he will be the starter for game one. But if he stumbles, if the offense is lethargic, if they lose, it won't be too long before the kid is called on. 
no won't question. be too long because he's the heir apparent. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think it's likely because listen, the Giants are look. The Giants are going to struggle. And uh, if you look at the Jets, I mean, the Jets are probably the most exciting team in New York. And and Sam Darnold's the real deal, right? I mean, no question. I mean, you saw it last year. There were some rookie mistakes there, but you just see it. You just see that arm, and um, you know the the. the you know, the presence in the pocket, you know, the guy just, uh, he makes the right decisions. Yeah. He, you know, he, he'll, he'll throw some picks. He, he definitely will. He did in college and uh, he did last year and that'll happen again this year too. Maybe a little Brett Favre in him, you know, that wouldn't be, he got, he, well, he, but, he, but he slings it down, you know, but yeah. he's got that arm and man, he's, uh, I'll tell you if I, if, if jet fans have to be excited about the development of that player and it's, it's going to be an exciting season to see, uh, uh, to see what happens there. And, and you know, Daniel Jones could very well, um, you know, be the next to two young quarterbacks in New York, right? It, uh, that would be uh, that would be quite a story. Absolutely. The, and, and, you know, and, and Darnold was, he just looked comfortable and calm last night. And, mm-hmm. you know, he threw one pass out in the flat that uh, was, was a mistake. There were two guys there. Uh, you know, some said, including Sam himself, that it could have been a pick six, but that wasn't going to happen. The, mm-hmm. the DB was diving for the ball. But at any rate, it was an ill-advised pass. It was forced. Coverage was there. But right. other than that, you know, he had a great run, mm-hmm. led them right down the field, touchdown, and gave every indication that this year will be better mm-hmm. than last. And football's back. So uh, we'll certainly be following it. We'll certainly follow the Jets and Giants. And, uh, of course, uh, Rutgers really excited to have uh, Zebra back with the RU review and Eric Legrand, of course, too. And uh, we'll get that moving in uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks because, again, they're, uh, they're three weeks away from their, uh, their home opener. So we're excited about that. And uh, that'll do it uh, for this uh, week's show. Uh, check out our site, moresportsnow.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram as well. And uh, we'll certainly be back next week with plenty more sports talk. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan. Bye-bye.